Um, I'm going to apologize in advance. I got very sneezy and very congested about 15 minutes ago. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like that kind of way where like I have been a little sneezy. We got the crud in the house, the non-COVID crud. The crud has come and gone. And, um, you know, when you're sick, you get like your nose is kind of like goopy and cruddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like it dries and like you got to kind of like get it, clean it out. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. And then you get like a little too enthusiastic, and like some of like the interior lining of your nose comes off with the crud that comes out, and then it's like just like raw, and that's not fun. I unfortunately still know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then like every time it gets like touched or like the the air passes over it the wrong way, it's like sensitive again. And it makes it triggers like your sneeze reflex, and then the sneeze reflex triggers more congestion. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm dealing with. That 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 sounds like fun. So I'm okay, but nobody's got COVID. Yeah, yeah. So we're good on that front. Well, that's good. That's good. I've I've been really happy. Um, now that we're out here in Washington, I've been really happy with how much more seriously people seem to be taking COVID restrictions out here than they did in Wisconsin. Yeah, like I mean, it's fully real everywhere still um Mm -hmm. but i guess depending on where you are that could play out you know in different ways i think some people believe it's real more than others hey congrats you're um are you on being a coastal elite are you a coastal elite now oh you 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 bet i am you're right there on that coast oh yeah no um you're in a bay well what is that called a sound sound yeah there's water yeah we're on the sound you're on little, uh, uh, like Seattle's little like, uh, land wang that sticks up. Oh, I don't have a way to take notes yet. Here we go. I'll open up drafts. Seattle's little land wang. New draft. Seattle's little land wang. Is that what you said? Okay. It's good. This is like this is where this is Idle Curiosity's classic. Because last week we had the feed drop, and then the week before mm-hmm. that we had um too many guests. Well, did you see for the feed drop, Action J commented on Twitter that they really thought it was good. I did. So at least one person liked it. One person liked it. Fuck yeah. And it was just me. So I get to, I get to revel in that and you just sit there. You don't get to, but I do. You know what? I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. So our friend Allie, uh, well, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, well, what happened, um, I was on her show and it was really fun. And I talked about chili, um, a lot. So yeah, go subscribe to that if you have not already, because, um, it is a good show that a lot of our friends have been on and told a lot of really, uh, cool and funny stories. There was an episode, one of the few episodes that Allie has done with someone that I don't know, but there was an episode about an elevator oh yeah and that one it's it's been so like fucky in my mind ever since i listened to it it is genuinely one of those great stories that you absolutely must hear was that the fire escape one yeah 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 yeah. real fucking weird uh i tell you what i'm i'm kind of low energy right now i've spent obviously i have spent all week unpacking boxes and dealing with moving the movers came on Friday to drop off all the stuff. So let's let's start at the beginning. So you packed up your shit. Most of it went into a truck. You mm-hmm. and your wife moved with your cars and your dog. You drove it from Wisconsin to Tacoma. Uh, well, fuck. I don't know if you want me to say where you... No, it's fine. To. Okay. Uh, so you and your wife packed up your cars and drove halfway across the country... From Wisconsin to Tacoma. Correct. It's more than halfway. This country's too big. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's absurd. We... Yeah, we spent Sunday loading up the truck. Sunday morning was loading up the truck. And then Sunday afternoon, we deep cleaned the apartment. Mel got most of it done while they were loading the truck, as a matter of fact. Damn. Which was great. Uh, because that let us start our trip early on Sunday. And then that first day, we got to Fargo, North Dakota. And then the second day, we got out to Billings, Montana. Look at these big states. Look how big these states are. Isn't it upsetting? 
Fuck me. They're huge. They're just... Let me tell you, the drive across North Dakota was sheer hell. Just big-ass rectangles in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It felt like a big-ass rectangle in the middle of nowhere. It was awful. At least Montana has, has the courtesy to have a face on the left, the west side of it. Yeah. Well, the first half of Montana was kind of boring up until... So we were taking 90 across. And so up until we hit the Painted Valley... Montana was also just really bland. Huh. And what, like, what, what's the longest road trip you had ever done before this? Iowa to Portland. Iowa to Port, Port which Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon? Oregon. That's that's pretty similar. And we were also moving across the country for that one. Oh shit! I'm um the furthest I've ever driven. I think is State College, Pennsylvania to Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is not that far. I mean. It's not nothing. Yeah, it was like an eight-hour drive, but I'm like I haven't seen most of this country, and like I guess I'm pretty okay with that for the most part. But I've seen very, very little east of Illinois. See, I've seen very little west of Illinois. Look at all these big states you got out here that I I've never been to. Yeah, all these boring shits. You got your you uh, uh, panhandles are plenty. You've got Oklahoma with a panhandle. You've got <laughs> Texas kind of has one, and then Idaho's got like a little pocket. It's not really a panhandle. And then Nebraska's got like a little little chunk. And Florida, of course, <laughs> but I've, I I will never go to the Florida panhandle. Yeah, I'm I'm never going to Florida. Fuck Florida. I've I've been to California. Uh, I've been to Colorado. Uh. I've never been to Pacific Northwest, so maybe we got to change that. Yeah, come out here. Once once all this settles down. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about road trips and then um, the things we Googled on those road trips. This is Idle Curiosities, a search-driven podcast by Jason Hellman and me, Emily Rose. Music by Yuri Beats, art by Katie Rose. Uh, you tricked me a little bit. You almost got me, but I uh, I can't be got. Okay. So okay. Um, I saw Sapphire Drivers Mac Big Sur, and I was like, oh, they stopped at Big Sur. But that's that's not what that is, right? What do you mean? Well, this is about Macintosh computers. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. I thought maybe that like on your road trip. That you like stopped at Big Sur oh. and you were like driving and I didn't know the Sapphire part. And I thought Mac, I don't know, like McDonald's. I, I had a lot of thoughts of what that could have been. Oh. But then it occurred to me like it's no, it's it's Macintosh computers. It's Macintosh computers. Okay. You see, Sapphire Drivers Mac Big Sur was me sitting here trying to figure out how to get my goddamn audio interface to fucking register on my new M1 Mac Mini. Well, you got a fancy new computer, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. It's a great computer. But it turns out Focusrite stopped supporting the Sapphire line one OS X generation ago. Say those words again, but like explain what most of them mean. So fo- what is Focusrite's? Focusrite is the company that makes my audio interface. And before I did podcast, I didn't know what an audio interface was, so... What is audio interface? The audio interface is what you plug into that converts your analog audio signal into a digital signal that can be read by the computer. Right. Okay. So you had, we've gone from a a Windows machine to a Macintosh machine. Yes. And the box that makes your voice go into the computer, she's no good anymore. Right. Because Focusrite decided to drop support for it after Catalina. And I'm not Sapphire? sure it even officially supported Catalina. And okay, Catalina's a version. It's been a while. I haven't been on a Mac in a long time. So Catalina and Big Sur are both versions. They're of both versions Mac. of OS X. Yeah. OS 10. Okay, cool. And what's Sapphire? Sapphire is the product line in Focusrite's audio interfaces. So they have a bunch of audio interface product lines, and Sapphire is the one that I've really liked. Scarlet is the other really big one that most people use because it's kind of a newer generation. And I bought I bought this Focusrite almost 10 years ago. Oh shit. So it's like you're like you've been playing with house money. Yeah. 
Um, so how how are we hearing your voice if uh, if you're looking for for drivers for this old old ass audio interface? Well, we unloaded the truck on Friday, and then I spent most of Friday just trying to like get the house baseline livable, and then. After we hit that, I was able to spend Saturday morning really diving in and starting on making sure that I'm ready for work on Monday. And so that meant getting my computer set up. So I got in here and I started setting up the desk and I set up the computer and then I was like, okay, now that that's done, let's go set up the TV so that we can start relaxing. And so I went and set up the TV and then we kind of just chilled out for the rest of Saturday. And now it's Sunday. Sunday morning, I... Sorry, I should clarify. Today, as we record, is Sunday. Sunday morning, I decided to come in here and finally set up all of my audio equipment. Because it wasn't mission critical until today. It's, it's still not. I mean, we could have we recorded tomorrow. We are going to be recording tomorrow because we've got a lot of things to talk about vis-a-vis B-movie. Not only are we recording tomorrow, but I'm also recording the next day. Oh, shit. What are you recording the next day? I'm going to be on Very Legal, Very Cool. Oh, fun. Do you want to yeah. give that a little little pluggy plug? Yeah, so my friend Josiah and my friend Jared make this podcast called Very Legal, Very Cool, which is ostensibly about religion and conspiracy theories and leftist politics and figuring out how they all like live with each other. Uh, but re- in reality, it's just an excuse for them to hang out with their friends. Yeah. Which, I mean, that, that's all podcasts. And so I am going to be on there with my friend Rose talking about, I believe we settled on talking about the regurgitation of myth. Ooh. Like in general? Uh, I think more specifically, I think it'll probably end up becoming a Batman conversation. Cool. And talking okay. about America's obsession with rebooting. Yeah. But we'll see where it goes. I think everybody's a little bit pissed off at Zack Snyder right now. Well, I have some I have some thoughts. Yeah, I bet you do. Should we do you want to just like slingshot into that? No, because I haven't finished talking about getting audio set up. Alright. Let's let, we'll do the audio and then we'll, <laughs> we'll dunk on Zack Snyder. Yeah. So I had to get stuff set up this morning because it was finally mission critical because I know I'm recording today and the next two days. Mission critical. B-movie. B-movie is mission critical. Right, exactly. We're going to be doing a B-movie episode. If you we, would like to hear us talk about B-movie, I, I did we decide? Is it going to be a Patreon? Probably going to be a Patreon if episode, If you want to hear yeah. us talk about B-movie, go to the Patreon. I've never seen it before, uh, and I'm currently five minutes in. How do you start B-movie? You get five minutes in and you're like, well, I guess I'll finish it later. Well, because I got five minutes in, and then Mel was like, hey, breakfast is ready. We should go eat breakfast. And so we ate breakfast, and then I started unpacking stuff and setting up audio stuff. You have not peeled back even the, like, papery skin of the onion of B-Movie. I'm so excited for you. I have have already heard Jerry Seinfeld deliver a line with so little passion and so little character that it astounds me that he was ever considered a comic genius. It gets, it gets so much worse, and it gets so much weirder, and it, I like I'm I'm like itching to talk about this because it's it's so like oh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay, sorry. Like he cu- he flies into this graduation ceremony, right? And he says, "There sure is a lot of pomp." considering the circumstance it's just like that's not a joke so that's not a joke i don't i don't want to i don't want to do too much of it now but if you think that's bad you your brain is going to melt and like leak out of your ear as a liquid if you think that is the most egregious thing you're going to hear in the next 90 minutes of of children's animation hey is my voice clipping no i don't hear it Okay, good. Because one thing with, you know, setting up my new audio system, because when I when I plugged in the old audio system, it took me a lot of Googling to try and figure out what the fuck was happening because I couldn't get it to recognize the interface from my Mac. So it took me a while t- and some Googling to figure out that they had gone full on support. And so I ended up driving up to Bellevue to the Apple Store 
to pick up the only compatible interface that I could find that I knew would be in stock that I could get today, which is the, what's it called? The iRig Keys IO, which is a small two octave keyboard that also doubles as an audio interface. Do you want to play us a little ditty? I don't think I can. No, I can't while recording. Um, at least not without pausing the recording and setting up a new track, and I'm not sure how yeah, that works. We're not, yeah, we're absolutely not doing that. Okay, so we almost got through one. We're so close. I think we got through okay. one. You, you brought us home? I think, yeah, I think that counts. And honestly, that knocks out the one above it, too. Oh, okay. Big Sur audio yeah. interfaces, that's kind of tackled now. I mean, we just we just threw a quick ball and got right through it. Uh, quick ball is one of mine. Okay. We have a four-year-old. He will be starting, well, what we thought was T-ball in the spring. What you thought was T-ball? Yeah, well, we thought it was T-ball, and then they're like, well... So, so, wait a second. Have you signed him up already when you learned it wasn't T-ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did. So okay, so you're already committed to we're it. Already, we're already signed up. It's not T-Ball. It's called Quick Ball. What the fuck is Quick Ball? Well, I kind of like, like, I thought I was going to hate this because it's, I don't know. I, I thought it was like a baseball purist, but this is like, it's like kind of cool. Basically, it is a like pre-T-Ball way for kids to learn the fundamentals of baseball um, without getting fucking bored because because baseball can be kind of boring if you're playing it and you're like five years old and you have to stand in left field. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what if nobody hits the ball to you? Like, that sucks. So, yeah. quick ball is and and like in a in an environment where like not every kid is as coordinated as every other kid. So basically, the way it works is that like one team lines up on the third baseline, and that's like the batting team, and then the other team is just like out in the field. And the only defined position is second base. And the second baseman gets a bucket. And the bucket is just sitting there. So So wait, when they hit the ball, do they just run straight forward then? No, no, no. Like so like the whole field is there. So there's like first, second, third, and home. And the batter is still standing at home. But the only fielder that has a defined position is the second baseman, and sometimes they call them the bucket player. Okay. So then you've got a T baller who walks up to the t-ball and they take a swing now no matter what happens whether they make contact or whether they kind of whiff and the ball just kind of falls there the batter starts running towards second base so they have to like go to first base and then second base wait wait rewind yeah when does this happen when does what happen when do they start running when um like when the ball moves off the tee. So whether they hit the ball into the field or whether they hit the tee and the ball falls straight down. Okay. So regardless of what happens, batter starts running. So they go to first base and then second base. Yeah. And then the fielding team has to get the ball into the bucket before the batter makes it to second base. And if they can do that, the fielding team scores a run but if the batter Wait, makes it what? There first the batter scores a run you can score a run without doing a run you can score a run on defense like that's the it's like it's so fucking smart it like gets these it gets kids who are like bored as hell like me i was like a like a mediocre uh athlete as a child and like playing t-ball i was usually in the outfield uh, or I was playing like first base or something where like you don't get a ton of action and like the ball might just never come to you. And so you're like, I mean, I don't know in- about you. I don't know about you, but I always got a ton of action. You t- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're um, back, baby. <laughs> so basically like it's, it's, it's a baseball game for kids to make sure they don't get fucking bored when they're, when they're playing the game. Because we don't want our child to play football because of CTE. And so our only hope is to get him interested in like baseball or tennis or, mm-hmm. you know, one of the non-footballing sports. Soccer, that's that's another one. Yeah. Anyway, 
he's going to be playing quick ball and I had to join a zoom call and I thought it was for all parents, but apparently it was for like organizers and I got put on it by accident and I just had to sit there like an asshole while they were like talking oh, about coaching. No. And I was like, <laughs> and then I just left in the middle of it because I felt awkward. Yeah. I would have left a lot sooner. How, how quickly did you realize that you weren't supposed to be there? Uh, like five minutes in and I stayed for about 30. Good God. Well, you know. Well, I don't know the etiquette. Like, do you just leave? Do you say, like, bye, I'm not supposed to be here? Or do you just, like, drop off the face of the earth? Yeah, I think you just ping in and go, like, hey, I don't think I was supposed to be on this call. I'm going to leave now. Well, I'm very polite, so I didn't do that. I just, I hung around for just uh, too much time, and then I left. And to be clear, when you say, and then I left, you mean, and then I left, still not saying anything. Uh, I am loving this, this new reality we're living in where you can just leave conversations by hitting a red button and you don't have to like, nobody, like, I, I do think the central theme of our podcast, while it is like, you know, how do your Google searches tell your life story? I think the secondary theme is nobody can stop you. That's true. And nobody could stop me from just hitting the red button and leaving the meeting. So that's what I did. Well, there you go. There you have it, folks. Nothing can stop you. Nobody can stop me. And nobody could stop you Yeah. from Googling fully Jarvis. And I just want to know. <laughs> I This makes me laugh just saying fully Jarvis. Fully Jarvis. <laughs> I Googled fully Jarvis. And there's a reason that I Googled fully Jarvis, which is that I need a new standing desk. And I was on my iPhone because it took me a long time to get my computer set up. And so I've made a lot of typos this week. We're doing typos? So I Googled I Googled Foley Jarvis to try and find Foley Jarvis. But you put your typo so like I I've had so many typos that I fixed and I just put them in the sheet fixed. Yeah, no, normally I do too, but I thought Jarvis was funny. Foley Jarvis is it's fun to say. It's it's real good. Um but anyway, yeah, I need a new standing desk. My standing desk is a piece of shit that has been kind of barely limping along for a while. And I really debated not even setting it up again. Jarvis is one of the motor motors, right? Jarvis got a motor? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I decided I wasn't going to buy another standing desk. I was going to save a little bit of money and just keep limping through with mine. But then I set it up, and only one side raises... <laughs> Which is a known issue. Okay. But normally I've been able to like tool around and eventually fix it and make it work. And this time I was not able to do that. How much um, does it raise before you hit the kill switch? Oh, just like an inch or two. Okay. I was picturing something much more comical, which is like one side of your desk raising like four feet off the ground and like everything's slowly sliding off of your desk. If it did that, it would be ripping screws out of wood. Oh, let me have this because I, I, I'm enjoying I, this. I need visual. this wood to stay good. I need this wood to be good because I'm putting the same desktop on the new fully Jarvis frame that I'm getting. Is there half Jar- Jarvis? Can you be at half Jarvis or is there only fully Jarvis? Have I lost you? No, no, I'm still okay, here. You're just letting me sit in this, this, this yeah. bad joke I've made. Just giving you that one. Um... <laughs> No, um, I don't know. You, I know you're trying to make a pun based on its name, but I don't know how to respond to it. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not sharp. It's been a while since we've done this. I'm not sharp anymore. I'm not either. <sighs> we got lots of them to go through. So if you just want to abandon fully Jarvis and just think it's funny to say fully Jarvis, that's fine with me. I'm recording in Logic tonight, and I haven't had a chance to customize it yet. And it's not showing me the amount of time we've been recording. 26 minutes and 48 seconds. But I know we've been recording for 808 bars, 809 bars. Oh, that, I've got the same number. At, I didn't know that's what that number yeah. meant. Yeah, that's how many bars you've been recording at 120 BPM in oh, cool. 4-4. Should we make it like a song, maybe? Let's not. But we could if we wanted to, and that's important. No, no. Do you want me to do the whole pokey rap? Yeah, do the whole pokey rap. You googled pokey rap lyrics. Please don't look them up. Just do I it. I can't. I can't do it. Um, we've become a Pokemon household in the last two weeks. 
That's what I've heard. You were playing Pokemon Go, weren't you? I was playing Pokemon Go five years too late. Um, so again, uh, I, I've worked, this is all this is all my children. The the older boy who is doing Quick Ball. Um, we were having some difficulties getting him to just like get his ass off the sofa and outside. And I was like, Yeah, let's play Pokemon Go. And we let him like watch Pokemon beforehand. So he got very into Pokemon. Uh, we let him watch the Pikachu, Detective Pikachu movie. He liked that. We let him watch the original uh, Pokemon cartoon. I blew his mind by telling him I used to have to record the cartoon on a VHS tape every day by setting it um, in the... Please, the... please, please don't subject your children to VHS at this No, no, point. no. He gets to watch they it on Netflix. They don't need to know that. He gets to watch it on Netflix. They don't need to, but... they don't need to know what a VHS I is. I would just say, like, I had to, like... I like the analogy is was like you know how daddy makes coffee and he like sets the timer to make coffee at the right time I do that but for Pokemon <laughs> so I could see so I could watch Pokemon and I only got one Pokemon a day I only got one new Pokemon show a day and he was like looked at me like oh, what <laughs> what what did you do to deserve this punishment so we've been playing Pokemon Go and he's really into it he uh is all of the music he enjoys the game um so tonight while we were doing bath, he just like looked at me with his like big sweet uh, four year old eyes. He's like, "Daddy, can you do the whole? Can you do the whole Pokemon rap?" <laughs> so I did the whole thing. I did the whole Pokemon yeah. rap for him. Wait, how does he know what the Pokemon rap is? Because he's watching the original Pokemon on Netflix. Wait, the rap is part of that? Really? It's yeah. At the end of every episode, they do a different verse of the Pokemon rap. What? Yes. Did you even see it? Maybe I'm not thinking of the same thing you are. Okay. So the original Pokemon is, I think, Kanto? Kanto? Yeah, Kanto. And at the end of every episode, and this was like a thing when I was a child, when I was in like uh, eighth, seventh, eighth grade or whatever, when it came out, they would do a different, they would only do one verse. And like, so you, you never got to hear the whole thing front to back. You would only hear one verse at a time. Okay. But he gets to hear it whenever he fucking wants to. And then he gets to, to demand that I do it, the whole thing. Which I do, because I love my children. Yeah. I don't understand why I thought that... I guess I thought it was an external thing. I didn't really remember it as being part of the Pokemon TV show. It was, yeah, it was always the last thing. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Ratatat, Fiero, Pidgey, Seeking, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, Ponyta, Vaporeon, Poliwrath, Butterfree. Yeah, Exacto, Ding Dong, Nickelback, Mancave, Vicious, Tricata, Freebird, Pig Bang, Sea Beef, Gelatine, Dracula, Gaslight, Ponytail, Fedora Man, Polybart, Bug Style. You're, this, you've lifted that from somewhere. There's no way that came off the dome. It's, it's, uh, it's Neil Cesariega. Ugh. <sighs> The Poké Rep is very good. Xenomorph, Potty Man, Nick Jr., Cool Duck, Apple Store, Grinder, WikiHow, Moses, Nipple King, Foot Fist, Avril, Chicken Puff, Crimbus, Dry Hump, Komodo, Dippin' Dots. <laughs> Dry Hump, Dippin' Dots. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's not really a long one, but um, yeah, my child really likes Pokemon. and we've been playing. I've, I've learned how to play Pokemon Go. We walked Pokestop. Have you gotten and, um, to that infuriating research that requires you to make three perfect throws in a row? No. Three excellence, that's what they're called. Three excellence in a row. I just learned what a spin throw is, like yesterday. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I'm so far behind. We just started playing like two you're weeks so ago. so far behind. I bet you're not even using Pokegenie. I don't know what that is. So Pokegenie is a third-party app that scans your Pokemon and, like, creates a database of them so that you can know when you're going into raids, like, which Pokemon are best suited to that specific raid. We've done no raids. I'm playing with a four-year-old. Yeah, and? And, like, I know I want to Does your four-year-old him... not want to catch a Mewtwo? I know he wants to win. He, oh, fuck, he loves Mewtwo. Oh, he's also playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> So that's happening as well. And he really likes being Mewtwo because uh, Mewtwo is very powerful in Super Smash Brothers. Isn't Mewtwo slow as shit? He is, but he's got like psychic psychic balls that he throws at people. And yeah, his so brain, did Ness. Apparently is in his tail. He's got a brain, t- brain in his tail. So there's an art book for Pokemon. And I'm going to put this in the... 
Where does this go? Zoo Books, Primus, Emraz Rocks, New Dude, Zack Attack, Macklemore, K-Pax, Gone Girl, Twinder, Goldbloom, Speedo, Weezer, Seal, Carlos, Whole Zone. <laughs> um, so I've, I've just put an image in the show notes. Uh, and if you open it up, you can see in the art book for Pokemon, Mewtwo got a brain in his tail. Damn, Mewtwo's thick. That's what makes him so smart. He does have wide, childbearing hips. <laughs> Look at that skull. There's bone all the way up in the ears. I didn't expect that. <laughs> skull is the last thing I was looking at. I was looking at um, what seems to be very goopy organs on the left side and then the brain in the tail. Wait, are all of its organs in that little pouch? Yes. And the brain is in the tail. <sighs> all right, let's do one. Kombucha, Porkins, Prunus, Hornweed, Patty Melt, McAvoy, Kringo, <laughs> Wiffleball, Dicko, Clumper, Creamy Pete, Slam Shame, Boner Spore, Shakira, Colin, Peanut Chat. I, I, I've never <laughs> wanted... And not wanted to ask you about something so much. What's the something? It's just it just says Skins. Oh yeah, Skins. Skins is a TV series. Okay, so you're not like interested in like human or animal skins. No, no, no. no. But I'm going to read off some of the cast from series one of Skins, and I want you to tell me what you think. Skins is kind of an anthology series in that it switches casts every two series which is a little weird but yeah let's look at um generation one the cast included nicholas halt is that um the emperor from uh yes okay yeah nicholas halt dev patel joe dempsey mitch hewer bill bailey peter capaldi and daniel kaluuya I know, like, two of them are, like, attractive young men, and one of them is an old British man. Yeah, okay. more or less, yeah. That's, that's all I got. Okay. Anyway, it's a hell of a cast, and I really wasn't aware of the series until now, but it's, like, a teen dramedy that got a lot of heat, I guess, for controversial storylines, um, dealing with, like, mental illness and dysfunction you know, like, other, like, teen bullshit. And so, yeah, I think I'm going to try and hunt that down and see if I can watch the first bit of it and see if it clicks. Because it's a great cast. I know. I'm looking at Hannah Murray, and I know... Oh, she's in Game of Thrones. She's um one of Craster's daughters in Game of Thrones. Okay. I don't know who most of these other... I know Dev Patel. Yep. I would hope you know Dev Patel and at I, this point. I know Nicholas Holt. I don't think I know any of these other... Mm-hmm. Actors. Daniel Kaluuya, you should know. He's been in Black Mirror and Get Out and Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know him. He wasn't in, like, the main cast. He's, like, because uh, he's only in four episodes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Dev Patel is supposed to be in, uh, like, the, I think it's an A24, the uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I cannot wait for that movie. I have been waiting for that. I'm very excited for that as well. They claim it's coming out July 30th. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I really liked Lion. I thought Lion was just an incredible film. No, I didn't see this. How did I miss this? Oh, you should. It's really good. All right. I'll add it to the list. Um, it's, it, you will cry like seven times, though. I just, I'm just going to warn That's you fine. now. I like crying. This one's going to hit you. I like it. Okay. 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 Because when it, when it hits you... You're going to have an, uh, um, you're gonna fuck. Um, I just marked one as feeling lucky because I realized it is, and it might fuck up your conditional formatting. Fuck, I I misread one of these, and my transition doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Let's do that. What was the? What did you think it was, and what is it actually? I was gonna say, um, when you watch it, you'll cry so much that you'll have an instant fever. But no, you googled infant <laughs> fever, which is immeasurably worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a fast one. This is a feeling lucky. Um, Louis got sick for the first time in his life. He's almost a year old. He's never been sick before, and he had a fever. And, like, I forgot. I, I You forget all the parent shit. This is all about my fucking kids this week. Did you panic thinking that it was COVID? 
No, I didn't think it was COVID, but it was he was he had the fever for I think two or three full days. Um, and we were giving him Motrin to keep it down, and then like it spiked to like one. It was like you know one hundred one, one hundred two, whatever. And then of course one night it spiked to one hundred three, so we we're like time to go to the hospital. And it was like after three days of him being sick, we went to we went to the hospital, and they were like he's fine, he's just <laughs> he's sick, he's just eleven months old, he's never been sick before, he has no antibodies. Take this child home, get him out of here. We don't want to see him anymore. And he's fine now. And he's got he yeah that. That, that's how I feel about children he, a lot, he too. He does. One of the little delightful side effects is he sounded like Lindsay Lohan after, like, a like a long club session for a while. He just had this, like, raspy baby voice, which, like, he doesn't say words, but um, it was yeah, kind of yeah. fun listening to him <laughs> sound like Lindsay Lohan coming out of, like, she had just chain-smoked, like, three packs of cigarettes in a row and had been drinking uh, nothing but scotch for an entire night. And, um... And now she's saying, like, Abba-Baba? He was sick, and it was very cute. Like, I don't know. He was just but a little pathetic baby. And, like, our older one got so sick so many times before 11, 12 months old um, that we kind of forgot what it was like to have a, a pathetic sink, a pathetic sick uh, baby in the house. Yeah. That's all. That's all. You buying that? Oh, wait, wait. I got, t- I got two directions I want to go. How should we stay on brand? Yeah, I I like staying on brand. So usually. Uh, our brand is clearly um, when I talk about uh, Judaism and anti-Semitism. So uh, I would like to know about the Roman numeral with three stars around it because I think I know what that is. It's not a Roman numeral with three stars around it. It is a Roman numeral three with stars around it. Oh, with stars around it. Sorry, sorry. Roman numeral three with stars around it. It's still Nazi shit, though, right? Yes. Cool. It's Nazi shit. So we were, we were traveling through uh, the Idaho Pass on I ninety, and right as we got down the other side of the pass, going west, we had to stop and like refuel, and so we stopped in this tiny little town right off an exit, and we got gas and we went inside to use the bathroom. And we walk in, and I immediately see an employee with short sleeves and a giant 3% tattoo on his arm. Would you, would you care to explain 3% and its meaning? The, the 3%, they're like alt-right Nazi dipshits. Yeah, they're white supremacists who believe especially hard. They're not alt-right. They're just like straight-up fucking Nazis. They are Nazis. Um, they are Nazis who have decided to make their whole thing the Second Amendment. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I saw that guy's tattoo and was like, oh shit, if you're comfortable displaying that as an employee, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. And so I intercepted Mel before she could hit the restroom. And I was like, we need to leave right now. And she could see in my eyes that I was not fucking around, and we were out of the parking lot in 30 seconds. You probably did the right thing. Yeah, no, um, I feel like being visibly trans going into a Nazi gas station is a bad idea. Fun times! We love road trips, don't we? Don't we, folks? Don't we just love road trips, folks? They're big. They're the biggest. They're beautiful. We went to a wedding in West Virginia. Oh my god, it was... Now, was that the wedding for Mountain Mama? It was a Mountain Mama. I wish it was for Mountain Mama. Mountain Mama would have been more chill than, than this wedding, I think. What happened at the wedding? The wedding was fine. It was getting to the wedding that was kind of a problem. It wasn't a problem. It was just like we had to drive through all of West, West Virginia. Getting to the wedding would be a great comedy. I, I, fuck, I can't find it. It was, you know, it was like one of these t-shirts where it was like, if you can read this, I've I probably shot you already. Jesus. And I, I don't know. Um, I know where I'm going with this other than I, I too have felt uncomfortable in small town uh, gas stations in the middle of nowhere. You know, I think sometimes, like, especially I know at like, at like punk shows, you can look at somebody's shoelaces to identify because like uh, a lot of Nazis wear boots with red shoelaces. So you really want to pay attention to people's sneaker lacings. Yeah, you're hitting all my feeling luckies. I only had two. I cleaned up a pair. I've 
Well, okay. So we're going to knock out two and one with this. Yeah. I've been wearing nothing but slip-on sneakers because I am too lazy to tie my shoes when there's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. I just, I've been wearing the same slip-on sneakers. They finally, like the lacing, the, the stitching, just like completely disintegrated. I can't wear them anymore. And I had these old pair of white sneakers. Uh, I, I cleaned them up. Um, I had to look up how to clean white sneakers. Turns out white toothpaste and a toothbrush and you just mm-hmm. it's got baking soda in it and a little bit of water and you just you buff out all the all the dirty janky stuff i've i've heard that you can also use a magic eraser but i feel like that's slightly more destructive i that's definitely going to be more destructive because a magic eraser is basically just like an ultra fine sandpaper grit yeah um so i would not recommend using a magic eraser on leather but the, the toothpaste worked great. They looked mostly like new, so much so that it like made the dirty-ass uh, white shoelaces that I had in my white sneakers look even more disgusting. So I went out and I got myself new uh, shoelaces. And then I was like, well, I got new shoelaces, and these shoes look great uh, with, with my white toothpaste shoe polish job. I don't want to just like lace them up just like every other thing and i found this like delightful site that gave me like a a billion different sneaker late like different ways to lace your sneakers Hmm. and um what i settled on was the like straight across so like you know most most sneaker times that's not that's not what people say (laughs) uh most of the time you would just like do that crisscross applesauce you know Crisscross applesauce, you would just, you know, cross them up and uh, pull them tight, and that'd be your sneaker lacing. But these are, like, kind of, like, cool, fancier yeah. sneakers. So I did the thing where it's, like, you do the bars, like the straight bar lacing. Oh, you said do bars? Okay. Alan Moore, Dog Dog, Venga Boy, Mad Chad, Anger Star, Hip Dip, Electro House, Firefox, Boy Toy, Power Wheel, Amish, Trumpy, Rat Food, Nicotine, Bloodsport, Starmate. I, I was going to say I walked into that one, but I don't. I don't think I did. I think you shoehorned <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was looking for an excuse. I'm looking at the real lyrics now. Menopause, Kerouac, Caboodle, Glengarry, DeVito, Speedball, Vitaboob, Crabcore, Tickle Town, Ruffalo, Wiener, Nickelback, Modcloth, Swell Dad, Porn God, Wicker Man. Those are all... That's so good. It's Each one has its <laughs> own powerful energy. Each word. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, this list is how non-binary people pick their names. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I, I, found myself, I found myself on a website called Ian's Shoelace Site. And uh, as far as I can tell, this site is different ways to lace your shoes. I can't tell you anything, anything about that site. I've never heard of that site. But I can tell you this, I would trust it. All right, it's like a web 1.0. Uh-huh. There's like three little ads. Like, I guess they're selling something. Maybe they've got like some Amazon affiliate links if you like dig deep. But like fucking Ian knows how to lace some sneakers. And which 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 method did you go with? I went with uh, straight bar lacing, which is... Oh, yeah, SBL. Yeah, SBL. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did me an SBL. Um, this is like... Uh, I don't. And it's like JavaScript. I don't know what it flash, but it's like a little like eight frame per second animations of how to lace your sneakers in like different interesting ways. Okay. So I got my white sneakers with their like cool new laces, and they're just laced straight across. And um, I I thought it was gonna be like I I showed Haley, and I was like, "Do you notice anything?" And she was like, "No." I was like, "I cleaned my sneakers and I I relaced them." She's like, oh, "Okay." I was like, look how they're laced. She's like, they look normal. And, like, she didn't even notice. They were straight bar. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for you. Um, Ian got some... Ian does have some fucking very strange lacings. Uh, I'm going to link to the uh, winter solstice lacing in our... <laughs> in the Discord in show notes. So imagine, if you will... You know how shoelace... Oh, shit! Shoelace keep your shoe tight on your foot? Mm-hmm. What if it didn't? What if it didn't? What if it was just a way? What if what if it just what if you just put the shoelaces up the sides and then that was it? Like like put the bar in the lowest. All right, so you got your lowest position, like closest to your toe. 
So that bar goes across. And then instead of going across your foot to, to hold your to hold your foot in the shoe, like what if you just like went up and down like a ladder and then you tied him at the top? Yeah, it's very impractical. This isn't this is nothing. This I think is Ian's folly. Ian did Ian and uh, uh, okay. Ian has 62 ways to lay shoes. Okay. I think the site would have been just as good at 61 with leaving out solstice lacing. Okay, you know, that makes sense. We also have footbag lacing, with I think, which I think is also known as hacky sack method. Wait, what? Footbag lacing? What is footbag lacing? Well, I'll put this one in here too because you gotta see it. So, I, I don't know much about, about hacky sack. But this is for the hacky sacks. This is for the hacky sackers. I also don't know much about hacky sack because I wasn't a stoner in college. Me neither. I got arrested for... Have we talked about this? I think like... I feel like it's come up once. I've been arrested for marijuana in my lifetime. And I like didn't... I've not smoked a lot of pot in my life. You see, uh, I, I am currently living in a state where it is legal. Oh, shit. So, nah. <laughs> so hacky sack method footbag lacing uh the pros are suits footbag or hacky sack the cons are less binding and distort shoes distorts shoes <laughs> distorts shoes Shoe distortion. what well how does it distort shoes it probably pulls on them in a funny way so like it fucks up your shoes do you think Ian invented all these different types? No, or is he like no, a, no, no. Is he like? Is he a? Uh, uh, He's just archiving. He just archiving. Donate. I'm gonna donate. Don't donate. Is this? Okay, we. I've. I've Ooh, been made Gimbal aware. lacing is dope. <laughs> I've been made aware that sometimes what the show is is us saying nonsense until the last five to ten minutes in which we discover the nugget, and then we just we do a deep dive and we can't escape. Have you seen this one, Gippo lacing? Nope. I'm just going to copy the image for it, because the instructions aren't cool at all. There's Um, a CIA lacing. God, look at that. The fuck? That doesn't even look good. What the fuck is this? What do you mean it doesn't even look good? This is great. You tie it at the bottom? Yeah. Sorry, one at the bottom and one at the top? Yeah. (laughs) This is bullshit. Let's talk about CIA lacing and um, what they did to overthrow many central american governments um, yeah democratically elected in the 1970s and 80s taught to cia officers during the cold war one or more signal crossovers it this is like fucking spy shit how does ian know this (laughs) ian i don't understand oh my god this is only one type look like if you hover over lacing there's uh, there's there's more there's like there's like entire subgenres oh yeah and then there's nodding. I don't like this. Let's get out. Well, I'm pulling the ripcord. Wait a second. He's on Twitter. Prof Shoelace. I'm, I'm pulling the ripcord. Uh, uh, oh, he's like older it. than I would have expected. How old? Older than me. Oh, yeah. Inventor of the Ian Knot has been bringing people the fun, fashion, and science of shoelaces since 1999. From Melbourne, Australia, and has 748 followers. There's a login to the site. Do you think we can hack into the site? Okay. Username, Ian, right? Password, let's just try shoelace. I'm in. Really? No. But let's try shoelaces. (laughs) No, that's not it either. Username, Ian, password, cool. Shoelaces. No, that's not it either. Okay, I give up. This is a weird site. Like, this is not just a site about shoelaces. This is a site about Ian. Ooh, Ian's rants. Let's get Ian on the show. Ian's rant, similar car names. Website2020 at figgin.com. This is a real email address we can email. I don't want Ian on the show until I know for sure that he's a leftist. He's Australian. I don't know what to do with Australians. Well, we can, um, we can vet him maybe beforehand. About the site. Oh, graphics. Here we go. Ian's graphics site. Having experimented with computer graphics since the very earliest days, 40 plus years ago, I consider myself a pixel tech. Google's new look. Fuck, this is great. 
My parents are Dutch. I was born in Wellington. This is it. This is the rest of the show. This is the show about Ian now. This, is, this isn't the show. This isn't the show. What does Ian think of the Millennium Y2K bug? I don't know. I'll tell you. Trust the computer industry and or the media to shorten the phrase. Year 2000 to the cryptic anagram. Acronym. Oh, my sorry, God. Y2K. Oh, my to God. another commentator, it was the kind of thing that caused the problem in the first place. Besides the solution of using four digits for the date will only cause similar problems 8,000 years from now when the year 99999 rolls around to 10,000 and requires five digits. Credited to Ian Fagan, 1999. This is a podcast about shoelaces now and specifically about Ian's shoelacing site. I'm going to cut all of this. This isn't good podcasting. This, isn't, this is bad. I'm going to have to cut it all. You're going to have to cut a lot of this, and that's fine. I will. You is, say that's fine? You don't have to edit the fucking show. Well, just cut it all whole cloth. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I think we should keep it around. Let's revisit. Let's, let's circle back to this. Australia.com. Did you say Did you say to circle back? Okay. Avocado Jinkos, Nutrina B-Boy, Honker, Squirt, or Banksy, Pokemon, Party Sack, Egg, egg, egg Shoot, Beck. Oh, God. Party Sack, Egg Shoot, Beck, Dude Love, Pinocchio, Lapdusk, Furprints, Raw Dog. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's squeeze one or two more in before we shit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Movie Pass. I would like to know about Movie Pass because I didn't know it still existed. Yeah, so the fuck would I? There are new Movie Pass rumors. However, uh, I think that the suspected result of these Movie Pass rumors is that it's just some some people doing a thing online, just as a as a bit to try and like manipulate stock market somehow i don't know anyway there's there's a website moviepass.ventures that says movie pass the movie is about to start and it has a countdown with zero days and 13 hours left so by the time that this comes out we will probably know if moviepass.ventures is real or if it's just a bunch of fake bullshit it's probably real i got my money on fake bullshit what happens if i view the page source Squarespace. It's a Squarespace site. Do you think it's offensive that Ian's favorite comedy movie is Crocodile Dundee? 